Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to The Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker! Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A&D, and along with me is my co-host, not Deion Sanders, but Primetime. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there? It's me. It's me. It's the PRIME. I'm about to say, you got to make sure you put the PRIME out there. What's so, going on, everybody? Yeah, so a uh, lot to talk about today. A lot of great news that has happened in this week of wrestling. And man, can you believe, Primetime, that we are only a week away from WrestleMania 34? Just one week? Um, hmm. Don't seem like that sometimes, but yeah, I, I can believe it. Uh, man, look, so uh, this week is the go home. No, oh, actually, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. We're two weeks away because I forgot all about Easter. That's next Sunday. For though, you know, for the Christians out there, believe that and stuff like that. So I'm saying that uh, it's Easter next um, Sunday, and then it's uh, uh, WrestleMania. I, I completely forgot. I'm so used to that WrestleMania being April 1st, you know? But, you know, yeah, I, usually, usually in that spot. Yeah, I, I guess Vince don't want on Easter. You, you think Vince is going the Easter service? <laughs> you think you think he got two hours to spend in, in the church? Oh, well, I don't know how long they spend in there, like thirty minutes probably. <laughs> probably, I don't know. I mean, because I know I know how long we're gonna be in that joint next week. <laughs> the whole day. This <laughs> <laughs> the whole day. Just be like, okay, I I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's like I I, I get it, but um. If you are new here, guys, this is a No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm glad you guys found us. You can listen to us on YouTube, especially when they got the YouTube Red Bat, uh, Red, was it Red? Red, Red app now that you guys can listen to us also because these shows will be going up on YouTube every uh, Saturday and Sunday. Re- the wrestling show, the No Gimmicks Needed, will go up every Sunday. But also, the links are in the description below that you guys can listen to us on iTunes if you have an iPhone. You can listen to us on Stitcher if you have an Android, SoundCloud, and Google Play for the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. The links will be all in the description below. We upload new episodes every single week. And also starting hopefully this week, if not this week, next week, we're going to start our retro episodes. We just now got on to these uh podcast sites now and now we have older discussion episodes that i do want to put up so this is going to be labeled as no gimmicks needed retro 
So those are old retro episodes. And also, we're going to be adding to that when we, re- we re- review older pay-per-views and things of that nature, which you guys can have input on uh, having us go review, and we can all do it together. No matter whether it's WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, New Japan, it does not matter. We will review that episode. Sound fun, don't it, Prime Time? Oh, yeah, sound real fun. Yeah, I know you can't wait to get your hands on some New Japan. Just saying. Uh, of course, of course. Of course. But, uh, yeah, however, so make sure we are uh, now collaborating with Spacious Productions. So make sure this is Spacious Productions uh, broadcast system. So make sure you guys go check them out. The website and all that stuff will be in the links in the description below. The Mark and Dark show that comes on weekly on their uh, channel on Stitcher and iTunes and all that stuff like that. And they also yeah, have great... Uh, how would you say? That's a good listen. Everybody should check that out. Oh, you you actually want to listen to their show now? Yes. 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 You, you got to. It's a good show. I'm about to say it's a good show. Something to say. And you know what? We great show too. So if you guys are listening, especially on YouTube, make sure you guys go out and check out our apps and make sure you can listen to us while you're working out, while you're running, while you're just sitting there chilling. We're here to make your week, a, you know, a nice, easy going Sunday. And let's talk some wrestling. And the big thing in wrestling that we have to get to tonight is, of course, the one, the only Daniel Bryan has now been cleared to wrestle again. I've had the review down uh, when I re- uh, review SmackDown. I've mentioned it briefly, but now we're going to get into detail of what this means for Daniel Bryan. We didn't get a chance to talk to Primetime when Daniel Bryan uh, got cleared to wrestle. So, uh, Primetime, Daniel Bryan has not wrestled in three years since 2015. Was his last wrestling match. He officially retired February 2016, and now he is back as an active I mean, we don't know how active he's going to be, but he's clear to compete. So, your overall, your take on this when you heard the news and watched it on SmackDown? I'm glad he's coming back. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure his wrestling style is the reason why they didn't want him to come back. Cause you seen what he was doing on SmackDown? They they were scared for that. That bruh, that man was almost falling on his head. I was like, yo, bro, slow down. He took the apron power, but I'm just like, see these indie guys, man. He did have he did have them tight pants on too, so I was kind of I was kind of like that's that's probably why why he didn't uh, why he was uh messed up in the move kind of laying on his head and stuff. But you know I didn't know he was gonna take the apron power bomb first day. Yeah, that's what I said. I about to say that's a WrestleMania bump, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or even a well, it is leading up to us. So I guess you could take it for. I don't, I'm just saying, Sami Zayn took that once, and he was out for like a, a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, he was out for about a month and some change. <laughs> yeah, that like, was just a normal thing. Yeah. So, I mean, but, you know, are you happy to see him back now? Oh, yeah, I'm happy to see him. I'm pretty sure he's going to be on the um, part-time schedule. Oh, I don't mind him being on a part-time schedule, but it is said that he is going to have to get evaluated every single after every single match he does. Even though After every single match, every single bump he takes, every, <laughs> they can get evaluated from from Friday. He needed to. <laughs> yeah. So look, it's obviously painting the picture now, right? That it's going to be yeah. Shane versus uh, Shane and Daniel versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn WrestleMania. The stipulation they're they're, they're saying is either probably thinking about being a street fight or unsanctioned match. What do you think? I think it's going to be a street fight. Because, you know, she ain't going to get that table spot. So, I think it's going to be a street, street fight. But here's the thing, though. If it's a street fight, you lose the hot tag. 
Do you so? Do you keep the street fight, or do you do the? Cause see, in the street fight, it, fuck it, you're not tagging in in the street fight. And WWE is stupid; they make them tag in on the street fight. And you already got enough tag team matches on the card. And I mean, of course, you got. I mean, this is a rivalry that don't need no lockup. This is a rivalry that they need to go in there and straight start fighting. So, but do you think that? They want to save Daniel Bryan for Shane to take all the heat, and then he hit that hot tag on Bryan, and then it just go the place goes nuts. What do you think? I think I think he's gonna get a second win anyway. Uh huh. So that's why I that's why I said what I said because um he it don't need to be no we got too many tag team matches on the card, so I think we need to have this a tornado tag or whatever the case is. Yeah, I do agree with you. My my first prediction was that. It'll be a tornado tag, and and but now if they're saying an unsanctioned match because you know Shane left, D. Bryce still the uh, general manager, and uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are fired. So you know we're not responsible, quote unquote, for what happens if this matchup or Shane they can do the the classic WWE thing, and Shane could be like, hey. We're going to bring back Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, rehire them, and then you're going to fight for your jobs at Smack, which makes no sense, by the way. You can fight for your jobs and then have a street fight at WrestleMania, which me personally, it just benefits. For, it, it helps Shane McMahon out to have a street fight, and I I think you know it could. I don't know if it'll help Daniel Bryan out, but hey, him and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have had so much history together. If anybody's going to protect Daniel Bryan, it's going to be. Uh, Sammy and Kevin. Yep, that's true. Because uh, I guarantee you, if they just did a straight uh, Shane versus D. Bryan match, I don't expect Shane, he will hurt Brian again. Yeah, because sometimes TV moving too fast sometimes. Exactly. And I mean, you know, it, it is great news. Uh, do you think he stays with the WWE after his contract's up in September? Uh, I think he does, but he does have a lot of dream matches that he wants to do. So, you know, yeah. I'm, well, he's in the biggest company, so I'm pretty sure he's going to want to stay in WWE. Now, especially now that he get to wrestle. But if he don't, then I know where he's going at. Well, you know what? You said dream matches, and that is a name. There's a lot of – there's about five matches I can think of that I would like to see Daniel Bryan up against. Who are some of the Daniel Bryan dream matches you want? I mean, you did draft them in TNA for your universe mode, so – I mean, I want to see something that we never seen before. We seen AJ and Daniel. That's what everybody wants to see. But I want to see Daniel Bryan and Okada, Daniel Bryan and Omega. You know, so, Daniel Bryan. So you want him to leave? Yes. I mean, me personally. I mean, yeah. Daniel Bryan Nakamura is probably the only match I really, really want to see in WWE. Um, a lot of people saying Daniel Bryan and Brock, but I don't. I don't think I want to see that. Actually, I don't mind seeing Daniel Bryan and Brock, to be honest, because Daniel Bryan and Brock like, want to get SummerSlam. How can Daniel Bryan win, though? Like, in, in a serious standpoint. Like, yeah. I know AJ, he could do the phenomenal forearm on Brock and, you know, something like that. But, you know, for Brock, how, how would he get Brock, you know? Well, his, his match... Brock? Well, the, the thing about that is he would have to... It had to be, like, in a hardcore sense... Of Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar, but however, it the 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 match the fans want is not going to be the one they're going to get because Brock's going to Brock. He's not going to want to work with somebody that, that that small. You see what happened with Dean Ambrose? That's supposed to be a damn good match. Him 
versus Dean Ambrose in that street fight, and it's gonna end up being like bullshit. I mean, I think he'll he'll be more better like he was with AJ Styles. Good point. Good point. Because you know he got no Dean Ambrose got no love. Yeah, he got no no love from there. Huh? He said he respects Daniel Bryan, so I think he might go. He might if they actually have a match here, he'll uh, do better. Okay, I still Nakamura is one I would like to see. I would like to see one with Finn Balor in WWE. I, I would want to see him face Samoa Joe too, but I know he can't do the muscle buster. <laughs> but if he could, that'd be better. Uh, yeah, yeah, the muscle buster. Uh, yeah, of course everybody will see AJ Styles. I mean, there's a lot of things in WWE that Daniel Bryan can, like dream matches he can do and have. Now, if you talk about outside, then yeah, of course Okada and Kenny Omega would would, would be the right choices but I, I have more dream matches in with the WWE where he's at now than I do when, if he leaves WWE and goes somewhere else okay you know but and also once again I, I don't know how fragile the body is I mean he has not been wrestling for three years so you know he, he they say he's the healthiest guy on the roster right it's just that you know I don't want him going yeah, out vegan and all that kind of stuff yeah it's great but I just don't want him going out there and uh fucking his body up doing all these indie spots to, you know to put on a great match because I'm telling you three one V trigger by Kenny Omega can knock all his shit backwards <laughs> am I lying about one V trigger from Kenny Omega can knock all that can knock him sense like wait a minute why'd I get back in the ring I don't want that to happen to him I think he, 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 he's tough enough to take it okay well then, how about so, if he's back in the ring now, so we already know that all these dream matches we got, he may get one at SummerSlam if he decides to, uh, I mean, his, his contract's up in September, so he may get one at SummerSlam. May, it won't be like a Nakamura or anything like that. It may be like an AJ Styles. Who knows if AJ's not going to Raw. However, do you think we finally get Daniel Bryan versus The Miz at next year's WrestleMania? Uh, I, I don't know. I wanted to happen. That would have been the best time ever to bring him back is during that feud. But I don't know. How would they rekindle it? Like, just have uh, The Miz out of nowhere one day talking trash about Daniel Bryan again? Well, The Miz never stopped talking trash about Daniel Bryan. But <laughs> yeah, well, he, he calmed it down, I see. Yeah, he did calm it down. I would say, though, that it could be a thing where Miz gets drafted to SmackDown. You know they're having this uh, shakeup or this draft, whatever the case may be. Um... After WrestleMania, yeah, I know, I know. So if they bring the Miz, if the Miz loses the Intercontinental Championship to Balor or Rollins at WrestleMania, and he gets his rematch at Backlash and doesn't win it back, he gets drafted over to SmackDown. Daniel Bryan will probably be at because remember Daniel Bryan back in 2015 before he got injured again said that he wanted to be on SmackDown to help build that show back up. Remember that. Yeah, I remember. So he wants to stay on there. I mean, of course, they probably they, they want AJ on Raw so bad. I'm just like, fuck you, Raw. <laughs> just like fuck you. But uh, that would be that, that's how you will rekindle that feud again because they're both on the same show. And the only question is, how long can you play it out for? Because that could be like a SummerSlam blow off, or it can be like a sequence, like you know, like one, like a trilogy type of thing like you have one at SummerSlam 
you have one sometime else that he he eliminates it from the Royal Rumble, and then they have one at WrestleMania, kind of like that. I don't think they gonna. I don't think they gonna waste all of them. Cause they don't know how many matches he has left. I don't think they gonna waste three on the same person. I sure as hell hope not. I did like the little tease that Zingler said. He said, I'm glad you're back. And I, no, no, no. Y- yes. What are you talking about, man? No. No. You, no. you don't want to see Zingler versus uh, Brian? No. No. That was the match that they was trying to have at WrestleMania 31. That singles match. Because Dolph never had a singles match at WrestleMania. Poor Dolph. But you see... I see if Dolph Ziggler was actually, you know, if they booked him better if he was a threat or something. But it's like he's facing Daniel Bryan. It's going to be a cool match, but, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't want to see it. No, personally. I mean, I understand. I understand there's a lot of Ziggler haters out there. But... <laughs> That's what it is. I understand. There's lots. Of, I understand Team Zingler over here, the ones you know who's trying to revive something out that miserable career he's had, is just you know trying to get something. He's going to be a WWE oh, by another three years, no, right? You can't have no bad career for thirteen years. Say what? You can't have no bad. You can't have no career for thirteen years. I only have two of them years good. I agree with you. I do agree with you. I. I mean. They missed they the, the last time they missed the ball was 2014 Survivor Series when Sting came back. Yeah, yeah. That's when they missed the ball, and I'm sorry, <coughs> but uh, it it, it Dolph is gonna. I would like to see a Dolph Daniel Bryan match the way it should be, and I mean hopefully Dolph gets elevated. I mean right now he's not gonna be in the WrestleMania card other than the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So Team Ziggler to win that match or that or Rusev. Okay. I was advanced story, but I'm just saying. But yeah, those so those are some of the things that I would love to to see Daniel Bryan do. I I kind of hope he does stay because I'm selfish. But once again, I kind of do want to see him in the Indies and see how it's going. But man, you know, ever since WWE just wrapped up like 75 percent of the Indies, and then you got people like Ring of Honor and New Japan locking down these contracts. The Indies ain't what it ain't what it used to be two years like it was two years ago. Yeah, because they ain't trying to get ransacked. Yeah, I'm just like, man, like, uh, for instance, um, you know, Chubbs and Quattro went to a House of Hardcore show here in Philly last night, and it was bad. Okay. Main event, uh, Tommy Dreamer versus Magnus. <laughs> uh, Kenny Dykes, excuse me, Kenny from the Spirit Squad versus Hornswog or Swoggle. Why was that even... Uh, okay, okay. It, 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 see? Uh, it was supposed to be Rich Swan versus Sammy Callahan, but Rich Swan did a no-show. I guess he's still oh. kind of fearful of what people may think of him now because of the incident that happened. Yeah. So he, he's just going to retire now. And Sammy Callahan was in a triple threat match with like some other guy, Alex Reynolds. Then it was uh, Brian Cage... even still wrestling. Yeah, I know. It's Brian Cage versus the Mac. Okay. <laughs> and oh, trust me, I didn't go to this show. I didn't go to this show at all. Oh. You heard I said Chubbs and Quattro went to this show because Chubbs is so weak. He got he always gotta buy these damn ring of uh, uh these hard, House of Hardcore tickets. I'm like, yo, leave that shit alone. The the last House of Hardcore I went to is when 
they barely got the Hardys on there, and I was like, this show is terrible. Is that the one with the steel cage? No, no. Oh God, no, not that one. That that flimsy ass steel cage held together by uh shoelaces. No, not that one. This one was the one where Vince uh, gave them the Spirit Squad because this is when Hardy's just signed their contract to come back to WWE last year for WrestleMania. Okay, I know which one. Yeah, about and that. then and then they had the Hardys come back and do an angle with uh, Bully Ray and the Briscoe. So it was just not good. It the whole thing was not good. That was the last one I went to. I said because this shit ain't it ain't entertaining the way they took everybody. I I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'd rather go to a Ring of Honor show than a House of Hardcore show. So yeah, if, well. yeah, if, if I mean, because Ring of Honor has gotten a little bit better, I still got issues with it, but it's got a little better than before than when I was I really really hated it. But let's either here or there. We can go on to our next order of business here, which is so I never got your thoughts, but I need to know. Did you see Ultimate Deletion? Oh yeah, I saw Ultimate Deletion. Oh, oh, oh no, no, you, you, you gotta say it like Woke and Matt, you know what I'm saying? Deletion. Yes, I saw it. Okay, so now since you see Ultimate Deletion, it was on Raw. Uh, it was the highest rated hour in Raw's history for a while. It, it drew a 3.4 uh rating. That's 304 million okay. people. People watching Ultimate Deletion and um, Matt Hardy asked people to retweet if you want another uh, Ultimate Deletion. I did not see what the results of those re- retweets were. Maybe you have because you're on Twitter probably more than oh, I no, am. I didn't. Okay. So I did a reaction. By the way, that was all Prime Time's idea. So give him credit. Clap, 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 clap. And uh, for me to do a reaction to Ultimate Deletion because I never did. Any of those kind of reactions like like he used to do before, and now it's giving me the confidence and the idea to do one for for WrestleMania, doing my WrestleMania whoa, party. The whole time? No, no. Whoa, 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 bro. Do you know how long that <laughs> video was to edit? I don't even have that camera space for that. I'm talking about, talking about his live reaction. Oh, okay. No, I'm talking about the live reaction where we I put it right down during the match. I'm only gonna probably do about four matches. Like of course, like Charlotte versus Oscar, AJ Nakamura, Daniel Bryan, and Ronda Rousey. <laughs> okay. Oh, 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 come on now, you laughing at me for a reason? I gotta know why. Oh no, cause you said I, I'm trying to think. I, I thought you was gonna say Daniel Bryan and uh, Shane, but you said Daniel Bryan and Ronda Rousey. I was... Oh no, I, I mean like those matches. I mean. I know. I, know. <laughs> I mean that was cool. Yeah, I, I know. So, like I said, it's all private idea. But I did the I did the reaction. That I did the raw review late, which like this podcast is going up kind of late. But um, what was your take on Ultimate Deletion? Um, I like I liked it. I, I obviously it wasn't the best of the few. Um, it's just something that you notice that WWE is doing. You notice that WWE has control of it because it wasn't really that much. To me, it wasn't really that much um, hearty hokiness <laughs> in it, and it was shot differently. Like the camera, you could tell they used the high quality cameras, and opposed to when TNA was using those cameras to make you feel like a different feel. I would have to disagree with you on that one because okay. the reason why I had to say it because it now a lot of people want to blame WWE because WWE gives us some type of some shit products. Trust me, they do. 
but when they do things right, you got to give credit when credit is due. That was Hardy right there. The, the Hardy hokiness when Vanguard One came there talking about stuff. Bray Wyatt, welcome to the Hardy compound. Follow the music like that. What Vince ain't doing that? Having a hologram. I mean, Hardy, I mean, comedy wise. It, bro, that look, I'm saying that was funny. Bray Wyatt doing the whole Scooby Doo run through the uh <laughs> the deletion crosses. That that was the Hardy uh kind of thing like that with him on the uh the leaf thrower. It's I forgot what he called it because he was like the chair of wheels or the uh or of yeah the mower lawn and he goes on there to Bray Wyatt uh does the whole crab walk on there and man uh, look I got so scared we was gonna see Itchweed Bruh did you see my reaction? I, I yes. said, I swear, if we get Itchweed, I'm, I'm doing all this shit. If we get, I swear, if I get Itchweed, that, that it automatically I would turn the TV off. Reaction over. Over. Do you hear me? I was so scared he was getting Itchweed. I thought we was for a sick. I'm so glad we did it. Yeah, so I was just like, no, no. But, but like, I mean... It had the hokiness that like he did the whole everything from TNA. The things you can't change. You can tell the camera's different because they got more money in WWE, so you use a better camera than it did TNA. But uh, it, it had everything. You had Rebby Sky excuse, or Rebby Hardy playing the piano. Bray White, I knew you come. The whole now the, the whole thing with the fireworks though. I thought he was gonna shoot them at. Bray Wyatt, it kind of just like on the side of the ring to distract him. I was like, okay. Well, that's probably one thing I had to take away because, I mean, uh, they did a lot of stuff with the fireworks, but I guess Vince didn't want them to actually shoot them at him and him try to dodge them with the trash can or whatever. Yeah, that's why, that's why I figured I was just like, uh, that, that, it, it kind of was a letdown. And, uh, I understand this is the first one because they plan on doing more of these. And I'm like, I kind of wish it was at WrestleMania, but this the is, this first, is, so that's why. I, with, I have no problem with, with it being the first one because they know what to do now. They know how to learn from it. So, you know, it, it doesn't matter in that standpoint. Yeah, but I'm going to say, but, you know, he had the, the obligated boat. See your bitch, gives Bray Wyatt the, plat, the uh, blow up globe. He asked the whole world. And it's, hey, I, I was dying when he said that. And then you had Brother Nero coming back. And then Bray Wyatt. Now, the only thing I, I would have wanted to see. Was like Bray Wyatt tossed into the Lake of Reincarnation and come out as Husky Harris? No, come out as somebody different. No, 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 no. I, no, trust me, he's gonna come out as somebody different because he can't find his body. I'm talking about, like, you know how? Remember when they, he kept, kept throwing Jeff Hardy in there? He kept coming out as other people. Or what if? Yeah. Uh, what if? <laughs> Uh, Matt Hardy got shoulder back toss in there. He came out as version one Matt Hardy. But see, <laughs> once again, I think those are also things that Vince don't like. Because if Vince don't like a certain gimmick, he don't want to bring it back. And if Vince did, because I heard it, they didn't like version one Matt Hardy. I know they said Stephanie McMahon didn't get it. She didn't understand it. Yeah, she, man, I thought it was great. Uh, but I, I, that's one of my favorite Matt Hardy's version one. I, that was one of my great, favorite Matt Hardy. So imagine. If he he gets short of back toss and Bray Wyatt pulls him out and then first and then he comes out and it's just like, oh yeah, he has the whole version one everything. I'm just like that would be exactly that that would have been great. And then he he had to go back in there and then Husky hair. It would be cool, but then at the, but I understood why they didn't because of how it was going to be at the end scene. So I mean I get it, but. 
Uh, Bray Wyatt holding down Vanguard one. Thomas, I'll deal with you later. I'm just like, no, you should have just broke it. But okay. Uh, I thought it was entertaining. I thought for this was way beyond WWE standards. Way beyond WWE standards. Because even if you think back to um the the uh the New Day versus the Wyatt family at the Wyatt compound, it wasn't as say what that was terrible. Yeah, it wasn't as intense, funny, or over the top as this was. So you knew you had Jerry Borash. You know you had the whole Vanguard one. Like first of all, Vince would have been out of it with the whole Vanguard one stuff. I think we both can agree yes. on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, him doing all that and him still you know doing. I wish they would have you know did more stuff around. I mean, when he did do stuff around the house, and then he had Bray Wyatt's old what was that? That old sister Abigail shake that Randy Orton burned down. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that, that was, was cool. That was good, I was like, oh, they, they some some continuity, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they even put a backstory in it. They put, I was like, okay, and I like that. And then, of course, when they went to the other ring and then they started doing the match with the ladders and stuff like that, I'd be like, yeah, you know, I, I got it. So there was parts I liked, some parts like, okay, but overall, I thought it did what it was supposed to do. Over the top yeah, stupidness. Yeah, it supposed to do. I'm just saying, oh, oh. you said what? I said I think it was doing what it was supposed to do, and that's just over the top rope goodness and silliness. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying. Um, as for me, you know, people that that love certain things in it, I I kind of wanted one small, a couple things, and it was like different or whatever. So that's kind of like accepting it. In well, a way. what were some of the things that you that they they would have had that you would have liked in there? Like they could have did the fireworks uh, spot differently. Um, they could have. I mean, for me, I kind of I wanted more. It was comedy in there, but I wanted more hearty comedy. Like I don't know. Well, he probably can't take shots at people no more, so that's probably why. Why not? Oh, so you wanted the comedy like when when they was burying a uh, I forgot what that tag team was. Him and the Hurricane. And he said, you know, the uh, the man with three H's, you know, he'll be impressed by this burial type thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that, I, I, I get it. But once again, you are in uh, uh, Vince Meek, Meek Man uh, house, you know, so you can't do but so much of that. Well, what would you would have said if, if, uh, if Bray Wyatt would have got Rod Star Spud and, uh, and Max would have came right there and beat him up? Oh boy, I, I don't know. I I don't know. I, like I said, it's one it's one of comedy. You can write the comedy, but it's like it, it has to go get it has to go over with uh everybody. And now since we've seen that, uh, is um, what is it? Does Randy not Randy Orton? Excuse me. Does uh Jeff Hardy come back now, or are they wait for him for after WrestleMania? Um. I think he might come back at WrestleMania and involved in whatever Matt is doing. Uh huh. Well, if he if he actually has like an actual match. Okay. Well, I'm excited to see. I was excited to see uh, Brother Nero. Did he come back as the Broken Hardys? And what do you think Bray Wyatt's gimmick is going to be now? I think it's going to be. I think he's going to be broken. 
but I don't know how they're gonna do it exactly. But I think he's gonna be well, he's gonna be broken or woken or whatever. Does he do? Does he still do the same Bray Wyatt shit though? Like as with promos and stuff like that? No. Okay. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he comes out with the lamp anymore. I don't think he comes out in the darkness. They they need to change it up completely. Oh man, no more fireflies. <laughs> I mean, people probably would still do it, but I, I'm talking about it's for him coming out with the lamp because I don't know if you seen the video. There's a video on YouTube when it was like it's um aftermath of the showing and Senior Benjamin found the lamp in the in the in the um in the river, so he took it to Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy gave it to Max. Oh, okay. So, wow. Yeah, I don't know where they're going with that. Um, yeah. Do we see the new Bray Wyatt character after WrestleMania, or is he come? Does he come in the I Battle mean, Royal, or you know how how are we doing that? I mean, if, if 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 Raw, if we get the Raw and they say we still don't know where he's at, or he's deleted or whatever, that'd be cool. But if they say if, if uh, Michael Cole in there with the, with the soft voice, I'm sorry, we don't know where Bray Wyatt is. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's been a whole week. They could at least be serious with it. Uh, in that regard, like police reports and stuff like that. Oh, okay. I mean, hey, you know that that could be an interesting storyline. I, I, so I'm curious. I, I don't think I think it's amazing how Bray Wyatt was in a WWE Championship match last year, and the Hardys made their big return last year at WrestleMania, and both all of them are not going out in the card this year. I mean, Matt Hardy gonna still pretty if he don't have a match, he ain't gonna be in the Battle Royal, so you know it, it don't matter. <laughs> Pre-show, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you got to do that good old pre-show. Well, I mean, ultimate deletion, in my opinion, overall, do you think it was a success in the right direction or no? Oh yeah, in the right direction, I think so. It's just um, as for new people who don't know about the Hardys and they only watch WWE, they never seen them in TNA, they never seen any of the deletions. They probably might go, "What is this?" for the first time. Or they know uh, why is they doing this, or what is this uh, supposed to be, and stuff like that. I agree. I rec- I, I, I recommend it. Still, some people. Sorry. What'd no, you say? no, no. I was just saying I recommend them to go watch some of the, those matches from Impact. They're probably on YouTube or stuff right now. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, people don't don't watch anything other than WWE. So, like, I seen one comment. And it was like, why is WWE letting this Matt, Matt Hardy be this person. Why they can't just let Matt Hardy be Matt Hardy and be himself? I'm like, that kind of is Matt Hardy because that's what he wanted to do. That's his character that he created. But they don't know that. They just think it's Vince making this stuff. Exactly. Please, Vince ain't, please. Yeah, go back and watch some TNA Impact stuff. Uh, back, first of all, watch the, they have it. They used to have it on YouTube. I don't know if they still have it. The whole Broken Hardy storyline from when he was Big Money Matt with Rebby Sky and... He had that. He had was it that I quit match or whatever that match was with Jeff Hardy, and he became broken. And then the whole Willow thing. He beat Willow down, and then he had the final deletion at uh his, the house. And then you gotta watch the uh, the other final deletion. Then you gotta watch the uh tag team Apocalypto. You gotta watch all that stuff. Actually, I, I think tag team Apocalypto was the best one. What you think? Um, that's the one with uh. Is that the one with uh, Shane Helms, Gregor Helms? Yes, it turns into the hurricane. Well, actually, I liked the one that 
they did that Battle for Glory, where it was an actual match. I don't know if that counted or not, because they did do oh, you're about stuff in it. D- Delete versus Decay. Yeah. That was a good one. I did like Delete War. versus Decay. That's what it was. The Great War. Yeah, The Great War. Yeah, okay. That, that, that was good. That was good. Um, But we, we, we got to move on for time right now. And uh, also... One talked about, so we got quick news real quick that the WWE Greatest Royal Rumble is coming to the network, I believe. Yes, I heard that too. Yes, April 27th. So, everybody was saying, it's got this Greatest Royal Rumble in, in Abu Dhabi and we, we can't watch it. This house show that they're going to do and now it's going to be coming on a network. So, it's going to be kind of like the whole uh, Madison Square Garden special or that, uh, was it Live in Tokyo? Remember that show? Uh, yeah, live at Tokyo and Madison Square Garden live and stuff like that. Back when Brock Lesnar destroyed like the whole New Day <laughs> with Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah, when uh was the Finn Balor beat Kevin Owens when it was supposed to be Hideo with Tommy. Yeah, all that stuff. So uh, this one, I'm actually going to be kind of interested in because they, they a 50 man role. That's a whole. That's the whole show then. No, they said they're gonna have seven title matches too. How, what? You gonna have a fifty man Royal Rumble and a seven match? You gonna have seven title matches? Yes. How are they gonna do all this shit? <laughs> I, I guess they don't. I guess they gonna, I guess they don't go there often, so <laughs> they get their money's worth. Yo, this show gonna be like four hours long. <laughs> they don't care about people's time, like I said. And I, I guess, but I'm just saying. But what's it gonna be in Abu Dhabi time compared to United States time? Oh, I don't know about all that. They gonna tell us it's gonna be like around three in the afternoon. Oh God! Okay, yeah. Oh, what? Of course, the, the time I gotta go get my son from school is when they're gonna be playing this thing. I mean, I don't think they're gonna start out with the match, so you'll be all right. I mean, no, but I'm gonna say, fit, first of all, it already takes an hour for. Uh, I, mean, I, I think they're gonna they're gonna, they gonna come out. I think they're gonna come out in less time. Okay, like they it need to come out like every sixty seconds, not ninety, or, not two minutes, every sixty seconds. Yeah, they could come out every minute or so. I, I'm not sure. But 50 people, I mean, how long was the 40-man Royal Rumble? An hour and 10 minutes. Okay, that was with normal time. So, oh, gosh, yeah, they need to uh, cut it down. So. Yeah, because it's going to be like an hour and a half. It's going to be like, look, okay, why don't y'all do like 1995, have, don't come out. Remember, 1995 was the shortest Rumble at 35 minutes. Because uh, at that time, that's, 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 they were promoting it as what the the, the fastest Royal Rumble, or the Speed Rumble, because that's when it was a. Uh, that's why everybody was like, I'm not impressed with Shawn Michaels coming in at number one because the match is only 35 minutes long. Ric Flair came in at number three, and that match was 57 minutes long in '92, because every guy, every person came out. I think every two minutes or 90 seconds. Shawn Michaels, everybody came out in every 60 seconds. So the match was only. What'd you say? I guess they wanted to try something new and people didn't like it. They didn't like I mean, because, you know, it was like every 35 seconds, everybody was getting eliminated quickly. And, and the first two ended with the last. With, with, uh, it ended with the last two. They were, they were the first two. So, and I, I'm not saying they probably didn't like it, but I'm just saying, but pe- they're, they're, I have seen people on social media when they talk about that match saying that that wasn't that impressive as a Crispin or. Ray Mysterio, or you know anybody that's in there for over an hour and started number one because that that match was so speedy. So if if that was thirty five minutes for thirty guys, you add fifty, then you get to that hour mark 
and you'll be fine. Cause right now every minute it that S fifty guy that's fifty minutes right there. And who's who's gonna win it? I don't know. First of all, that means they gotta be bringing up bringing out some NXT people or something because uh, I don't. Or know. they bringing out lit. Say what? Or we just gonna get people like Mike Bennett and R Truth and Gold Dust in it. Oh, okay. Those people need to be number one through sixteen. Okay, like I don't need. One thing I hate about Royal Rumbles is when they have jobbers at late numbers. Don't do that. Like Titus O'Neil number twenty five. Yeah, like don't have Titus O'Neil at twenty five. You know he's not winning this rumble. Put, I mean, if y'all want to mix it up a little bit, like in my personal opinion, there should be no jobbers past number twenty. Everybody from twenty, okay. or the last ten, should be mid carders, upper mid carders, or main eventers. Don't put it jobbers. Keep the jobbers from one to nineteen. That's what you keep them at. Titus O'Neil at nineteen, I'm cool with that. Titus O'Neil at twenty five, hate it. Goldust at 29, hate it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's it depends. I mean, obviously, I don't want the jobbers, but um, you know, I don't even know who they gonna have. I don't even think they have 50 people. They they got 50 people. They don't have, have to go from NXT or have some surprises on the show. Yeah, that's some surprises. Yeah, they're not gonna be like no big legends. They ain't gonna be no no Rey Mysterio pop stuff like that. But they they have fifty people. Their, their roster so big as it is now. They have fifty people to do this show. I just hope it's a good one, and uh, I'm I, I'm gonna plan on watch it. And you guys can uh, check us out right here. Where as we review it, I mean, you plan on reviewing it with me, don't you? Prime time. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, of course. Of course. So all right, all right. So let's move on. So um, we got some Hall of Fame news now. That who's going to finally induct some of these uh, Hall of Famers? First of all, we got the big news that Mark Henry, the world's strongest man, going to get jazz kicked. Is going into the Hall of Fame. First of all, I love Mark Henry. Mark Henry is one of my favorites, and there will never be nothing better than that salmon jacket promo. As please his, bring back the salmon jacket, please. Please bring back the salmon jacket. I mean, he needs to go. If he don't bring it, he can he can at least bring it out with him. Because he, because he already know people gonna want him to wear it. He has to come into the Hall of Fame in the Duchess, and he has to have the salmon color jacket in the Hall of Fame. I'm just saying, like when, like when they finally have a Hall of Fame building or a museum or whatever the case may be, the salmon jacket needs to be encased in glass <laughs> for people to walk by and see that salmon color jacket. I still go to men's warehouse and suit stores, and I still cannot find a salmon color jacket. I, I was just watching that segment today because I, I I love the Selma jacket. It's, it's a good promo. Yeah, everything about it was good. Everything was when it full Stone Cold. You know you did a good promo. <laughs> Stone Cold was like, God damn, they got me happy going. Like I was like, <laughs> if he had he had you going, and you know, that was a that was a damn good promo. So. Uh, right now we're talking about who's getting inducted and stuff like that. But however, who do you think is going to induct Mark Henry before we get into some people that got revealed already? Or who would you want to see him Godfather. induct him? I think Godfather will induct him. Godfather? Either Godfather or Ron Simmons. What about D'Lo Brown? No. no, no, <laughs> no. You don't like D'Lo? You don't want to bring the handshake back? No, I'm just saying. I think he has a close relationship with Godfather and D'Lo Brown. I mean, and 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 uh, Farouk, Ross Simmons. He does. 
But I'm just saying, like, um, I I like D'Lo Brown. D'Lo Brown come out bobbing his head, Hall of Fame. I'm gonna just laugh. Come on, man. I think you better recognize. Wait, wait, hey, bring D'Lo back so I can play play with him in 2K19. Just saying. Okay, but um, so we got the news that Paul Heyman is going to induct Goldberg. What do you think of that one? Okay. Uh, I was, I was, I was like, they couldn't find nobody else that that's close to Goldberg, or you know. Who would you have picked to, to uh induct Goldberg? I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe Eric Bischoff, probably. That's what I was thinking. Or DDP. Yeah, or somebody. But Paul Heyman, I mean, they probably are close friends. Some I, I don't know because they, they haven't really been on screen and stuff. But, I mean, I mean uh, Paul I, Heyman it, can sell us. It so, could just be that, as, yeah. Paul, as Paul Heyman said, it could be that, that Jewish connection. No, yeah, that too. <laughs> to say, you know, Jew for Jew, why not? I mean, that's what I could. That's what it could be. I don't know. Uh, me personally, like I said, I would do Eric Bischoff or DDP. A lot of people that that Goldberg was probably close to WCW, but you know, hey, whatever case it be, Paul Heyman's going to give a good induction speech, I think, though. Yes. Yes, because he he's going to be like in between character and real man, and uh, so we got also we got ENC Edge and Christian uh, inducting the Dudley Boys. First of all, did you see the poster for that? No, I love how they got Christian in the forefront, and everybody's behind <laughs> Christian. I'm like, are you serious right now? I mean, that sounds like a joke from the, from the radio show. I'm pretty sure it probably is. That sounds like a joke from it. What's the joke? Though? Like, I, look, I'm, I'm you gotta let me on the joke. No, because like it, it went on the show, Christian revolves everything around himself. Oh, so it's like everything they do, he's the mastermind behind it. So it's like he's a joke that he 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 does everything. He's the he's the best. Everything revolves revolves around him. So you know he's the forefront. He's gonna be hey, my creature's bigger than all you. It's like like childish stuff, but still. Oh my my god, this, this man's trying to get himself over. I got it, Christian. You won't gonna be the only way Christian going to the Hall of Fame is by a tag team. But I'm just saying. I think he'll make it. I think he can make it by himself. Yes. I, oh, you know what? I don't even know why I'm so surprised. There's a Coco Beware line. Hillbilly Jim, Coco Beware. Not, not even Hillbilly Jim. Coco Beware. Coco Beware. Yes, I know. That's the line. That is the line. Shit. I mean, he won every title but the WWE title, though. Yeah. I mean, yes, he's a war. I mean, okay, yes. It, it, it makes sense. I don't like it, but it makes sense. But, yeah, they're, they're going to end up the Dudley Boys. I think it's very fitting. Because, you know, the Hardys are still active and they're doing stuff right now. And, you know, they're woken. Uh, and Molly Holly to induct Ivory. This was left field. I mean, I would have thought it would have been the other way around this year. Yeah, you, Tell me about it. I thought they were finally get Molly Holly denied, but I guess not. I guess you got to wait another two more years, right? Two? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I don't think she gets in next year. I think they do somebody like China. I think next year they might do like Michelle McCool or somebody. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. There, there's just some people that, that, that need to go in there. And I understand about the Coco Beware line. I understand it's not a legitimate thing all the time. People always say that. But it's still. And first of all, Molly, Holly, and Irie, they weren't even fighting in the same generation, were they? Irie like, left before Molly, Holly was even like hot. 
I mean, now, like, see, Molly High, when she first came in, when she was one of the Holly cousins, and she looked real good, I mean, see, she still looked yeah, good then. Super, I mean, when, <clears> I'm talking <throat> about the part where she was here and all that kind of stuff, she wasn't there then. Well, I mean, Ivory was there in 2001 when, when Molly High was doing the Molly Holly stuff. But, no, wait a minute. Because weren't they in the same Survivor Series match? Uh, the, uh, the, that six-pack challenge they had at Survivor Series for the Women's Championship? I just know Molly Holly wasn't like she wasn't at her full fullest. She was like kind of just starting out. Ivory was still right to censor and stuff like that. So okay, well I mean I mean look, I'm not gonna complain about it. Kind of like Molly Holly. Do you think uh, she comes out to the right to censor music though? No, she come out to the the doom 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 doom. You know that that that, that kind of pornish music. That'd be funny if like if she in the middle of her speech and like uh. Buchanan or like <laughs> the good father come out of no, no it got first of all it gotta be Stephen Richards right it gotta be Stephen Richards <laughs> it can't be nobody it gotta, it gotta be White Sox himself <laughs> so uh also real quick we do have uh, one of the last little bit of topics is that Lillian Garcia <laughs> is coming back to announce the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. So, is this a sign to say that this is not the pre-show? I mean, I guess, I guess it's not the pre-show. First ever Women's Battle Royal. They want to make it history, right? Her story, right? Uh, I've got the only reason why I say that is because um, they don't probably want Maria Menounos to do it. I mean, we've seen what happened at the Royal Rumble, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, and then before the music even goes off, Sasha Banks from from where? <laughs> so, um, if they want to do, I mean, if they wanted to have like another person, yeah, did like a guest speaker, uh, all a completely different guest speaker. Not Maria Menounos, though. Understand. Well, and I don't want her in the match either. <laughs> oh no 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 no! no. Do you, they won't do that? They, they they can't do that. Oh, she was in the match at WrestleMania. Now <laughs> she was. Don't remind me about that shit. And she was in. I think she. Had, I think she had like three matches. Did she have one at SummerSlam? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. Well. Yeah, like I said, so I don't think it's gonna be, you know, um, on the pre-show. I mean, Gracie Lee Garcia back. Haven't seen it since what WrestleMania thirty-two, I think it was. I mean, uh, I think so. I mean, I know you don't. Yeah, I know probably. you. I know you probably do not care. <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 kind of happy with JoJo where where she's at announcing, so I don't care. Hey, jo- where is JoJo? Like, She's you- been on the show. She has look, look, cause you know usually I, I get all mesmerized and hypnotized, like 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 Biggie say when when JoJo be coming there and announcing stuff. I mean, she hasn't. I don't think she's been on actually like in the middle of the ring announcing. She's been out there announcing. Okay, okay. Well, um, I don't have that many rumors for today, but you want to get into some rumors? Let's go. All right, about to hit that rumor mill, y'all. Rumor has it. 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 
Let's talk about some rumors here. So, you know, your boy's in the rumors again, right? Who? You know who. Your boy, Ho Hogan. <laughs> Wow, your favorite your favorite wrestler, you know the man that found Kevin Owens, you know the one who the man who started indie wrestling, you know Hulk Hogan. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's that's okay. That's a line to give him. <laughs> oh please, I'll give Hulk Hogan that crap. So you know he's in, in talks again with WWE, and Mark Henry says there's a lot that Hogan needs to do to um get on the good graces. Of everybody in back of that locker room, so he said that he needs to apologize to every African American wrestler that's back there. I mean, it's few and far between, but yeah. So, I mean, what do you think of Mark Henry's comics? And do, are you you want to see Hulk Hogan back in the, in the WWE again? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know why they want him back. I don't know why everybody wants him back so bad. He's he Hulk wrestle Hogan. I know. I'm saying like as for as for a person, like yeah. He adds to the show because he's Hulk Hogan, but when he comes out, he stumbles over his words. He doesn't really do much. He just says, "He just said this is going to be a good show, brother," and he he does all his catchphrases, and that's it. Yes, that's about right. I I mean, yeah, but I'm saying like, I mean, if they having an issue with him and they're gonna resolve the issue just to have him come back and say the same three lines, it's like. I mean, I I agree with you. Everybody say that's what we're all here for. You know the opinion. I'm saying, do you agree with Mark Henry said? Uh, I think he should he should apologize and mean it. Uh, as for every single person, uh, I think he should get them all in the room together and apologize like that. That's every single person. I'm saying, I mean, I you say every single person. I thought about him going to every single person. Oh no, no I mean, please. He, you think? Hold on, even know who Cedric Alexander is. Alright. So, <laughs> so he's not gonna go and say, Hey there brother, I see you uh got that match with Mustafa Ali I had to say pretty awesome dude. No, I'm talking no, about he's, if he's just in the lock if he's just in the backstage and he see, you know, African American Oh hey brother, I'm sorry about my comments. It, okay, okay, first of all, don't patronize me because I swear that's what that sounds like. It sounds like, you know, hey brother, what's up? You know what? About that radio show a couple years ago, my bad dog. <laughs> you don't say it like no, don't don't do that. No, but I really think yeah, that. I think you just get up all in the room and say, "I'm sorry for my comments," and you know, I didn't mean it and stuff like that. But either that or just be honest. If, if you if you if you meant what you said, then just say you mean it. But you know, I think oh, yeah. that you say you mean it, just say sorry or something, or you know, it's not like that or whatever. I mean, look, I'm just gonna say it like this: that whatever they feel as though he needs to do to get on good graces and apologize. I think that's what they need to do. That's what they, he said on a. I listened to Solid Monsters podcast. Cut was the last week I think it was, and he said, "Hey, if they if Mark Henry wants him to apologize to all the black people, then he should do it because that's what uh, needs to be done to get back in the good graces. Because you know you you hurt a lot of people. You hurt a lot of because you got to understand Hulk Hogan is a wrestling icon. He's a wrestling icon, and honestly, he yeah, quote unquote he's the immortal. There are a lot of African American fans that love Hulk Hogan, not like love Hulk Hogan. So when you got your favorite wrestler or favorite superstar, I think uh, the Lax Man was a fan of Hulk Hogan. If you guys watch his YouTube channel, he uh, said a couple things like, "Hey, I um, I was a big fan." Then you know you you said all that stuff, it, it hurt. You know you have wrestlers in the back 
who are African American. You don't have to just be white just to like Hulk Hogan. Everybody loves Hulk Hogan. And he, Hulk Hogan was not my favorite wrestler, but I like Hulk Hogan. I like seeing Hulk Hogan with Mr. T. Actually, I like Hogan more than I like Mr. T. <laughs> Being a black man, I like Hogan with Mr. T. Hogan was, I said, fuck Ultimate Warrior. Hogan was on cereal. Hogan was with Shaq at WCW. Like, come uh, on. Another word. <laughs> What'd you say? I thought you were going to say another word when you said Hogan was on cereal. Yeah, oh, okay, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Uh, I just say you know that there are a lot of people of our color who really do enjoy Hulk Hogan and so but there are a lot of people that I don't think he truly knows that you know there are fans out there that are hurt and of course you're going to have people that's out there that are not black or who don't or who just don't know what it's like to be you know um, was it racial stereotype against or anything of that nature so you're going to sit here and you're going to say you know why y'all so bent out of shape why y'all so angry because i mean you know that kind of stuff hurts us you know when we come so far especially when you have your favorite superstar uh go out there and talk talk shit about you you know that that's a problem because i i swear if the new day came out and said or well people already think they said it already with the black excellence thing but i'm just saying and if it was so and they came out and deliberately said how they feel they don't like certain kind of people because of their skin color the people be pissed off so that's how uh we feel as well however seeing hogan back in WWE, i mean it's hulk hogan it's event it's soon his case is sooner or later it's not if he comes but it's sooner or later he's not chris benoit they're not going to erase him from history. Hogan, yeah, they tried to the first time. They, they tried to. I was just like, okay, bro. Like, I, he said that he said that urban youth word, but then uh, he he didn't kill he didn't kill his family or anything like that. I'm like Benoit did. So, I mean, like they they, they slowly been Benoit back into the fold, but they barely even mentioned him. So, it's just it's very messed up. So Hogan's in tall WWE coming back again. And, uh, of course, they, uh, it's not really a rumor, but I have it in here because this is probably going on tonight, right? That whole New Japan card. Yep. Strong Style Evolved. Yeah, Strong Style Evolved. So I already know you marking out right now for it. And I think it's coming, I think it's on right now as we're recording this podcast. And I'm pretty yes, it is. Say what? It is. And I know Primetime is just like, itching to like let's get this podcast over and done with so I can go here and watch it so I mean whenever pro- I mean are you going to review it prime time um maybe it depends because they, they actually on a good schedule today because you know they're not on New Japan time they're in Long Beach so they're on American time which is great yeah so uh here's the card that's just you know my bad but this is their second event ever in, in the United States well, I, I am I'm going to briskly try to get past this podcast for you. <laughs> so the best thing I can say no, is <clears throat> So um here's the match card they have for it though. Uh what's this the R- R- Ropey Guy three X three K and Rocky Mamero. Huh? Rapunky three K. Okay. And Rocky Mamero versus Christopher Daniels, Frank Azarian, and Scorpio Sky. Is that the new Triple X or something? I don't know. <laughs> nah, I don't know what. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Oh, Guido and Hakaruki go go. You know I'm not good at these Japan names, so I'm not even going to try to JR it right now. Uh, 
versus Juice okay. Robinson and Dave Finley. Do, do, do you know who those the, the, their opponents are? Yeah, Goto. Goto and Guido. Um, I think okay. Goto will win this. I mean, Goto <clears throat> is a he's like um you know the older person, but I think they'll win. Okay. Uh, Cody and uh, Toriano versus Davy Boy Smith and Lance Art. Oh my God, really? That's where Cody's at right now, doing that match with Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer. Who? Huh? Cody who? Rose. No, it's it's uh, Lance Art, Lance Archer, and Davy Boy Smith versus Chuck Taylor and um, Toriano. They must have changed it because they got Cody Rhodes and Toriano versus Dave Wilson and Lance Archer right here on on th- this site that I'm on. Uh, you know, here's the final card. So that's what it's saying right here because the, they had to pull Rey Mysterio out because Rey Mysterio's not gonna go against uh, Yushin Thunder Liger now. No, it's a, it's a different. It's a different. Yeah, because right a, now they have they have Yushin, huh? No, I was going to tell you, it's Cody Rose and Marty Scroll versus the Tongas, Timmy, Timmy Tonga and Tama Tonga. Okay, so yeah, they, they must have just changed that match then. Because I, I, like I said, I, I wasn't really in on the final card. Because um, Yushin Underlager is not going against Will Ospreay. Yeah, because he was supposed to go against Rey Mysterio, but yeah, you know. That injury. Like, going to hurt. Uh, Yoshihiro uh, Takanashi. Whoa, whoa, yeah. God. Uh, yeah, we, we, okay, I'm not even reading all these names. I know Dragon Lee is in it, so, uh, uh, there's like a, was this an eight-man tag match? Yeah, it looks like, like four or four. Okay, and then we got Okada and, um, what's the guy name? Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr.? Ishii. Yes. And who's the other versus guy? And, um, I forgot his name. Suzuki? Uh, but he's the he's the um he's the Intercontinental Champion. Okay, not a fan of Zack Saber Jr. So do <laughs> do not care about that match. So are you a fan of Zack Saber? I mean, I'm pretty sure Ishii, Ishii and uh, Okada will win because Ishii is a beast and Okada is a monster as well. Exactly, and Zack Saber Jr. is just Zack Saber Jr. to me. But I mean, he's he good. just won like a, a very important event in, in Japan. It's like a a pro. Oh yeah, I'm glad, but I'm not a fan of Zack Saber Jr. So there it is. Uh, Jay White versus Hangman Page for the IWGP. Say what? I don't know why this match is happening, and I don't care. Would you don't like Hangman I'm a, Page? I'm not a fan of Jay White. You don't like I'm Hangman not a fan Page? Of Jay White. And yes, I I like Adam Page, but still. I, I don't like him enough for for me to watch a match with him and Jay White. That's all I say. Okay, and uh, the, I guess it's the main event: Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi versus the Young Bucks. Yeah, yep. I mean, that really should be a good match. I guess Kenny Omega's at the Bullet Club completely now, right? Uh, it's still storyline stuff going on, but kind of like split in half <clears throat> in a sense. Uh huh. So what's, what what happens at um Super Card of Honor? Super card of my, okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and take Kenny Omega and Kota Bushi here. Okay, fix it. So, uh, prime time will review it. I don't know. I may watch it. I, we may come back and re- review it together. I'm not sure. I mean, I will probably let you guys know, but we got to move on. 
and other rumors that uh, so you, you heard about the rumor that Stephanie McMahon, your girl by the way, who sings your favorite theme song. Uh, you still there, or did you faint? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, you, you just talk about my girl. I kind of just yeah, it made you faint because I, I I heard you 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 talk away from the microphone, so you you trying to get up off the flow. Man, look, I like her theme song, but nah. <laughs> Yo, wait. I like both of her songs though. Her other song too was good. Yo, I'm telling you right now, is little is little Kim just like on the WWE payroll right now? <laughs> yeah, like, Triple H's like, hey, I need you to do a song for me. <laughs> I'm just first of all, now I don't know if her new song is Little Kim, but her old song was Little Kim, and Trish Stratus' song was Little Kim. It sound like the same person though. Like it could be little, it could be little Kim doing her new song too. But I mean, Lil Kim did Stephanie's old song, and she did Trish Stratus' song also. So I'm just like, she getting that WWE money, especially for Trish Stratus. A lot of people play that song. Yeah, see, Todd Rock and Roll. But anyway, so you heard the rumor out there that Stephanie McMahon that they she had an idea of turning Finn Balor into a gay man. Yeah, like I yes, don't know queen. why. Well, I, I mean, look at that body. Look at those abs. Like, come on now. How can you not resist? Isn't that right? Isn't that what Vince Russo said on his podcast, by the way, which is like shut down now? He, he said that you got you got to be gay if you look at, if you cheering for Finn Balor without no shirt on. Remember that? Well, I okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Come on. Add to it. I'm just saying, everybody has their shirt off, so what's the point of you being gay because you're cheering for somebody? Like, but it's the Finn Balor body, man. It's the Finn Balor body. Come on now. You know, all, all those ass drippers soak, soak away and sweat. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you just got to be gay. Okay. Did you see what uh, Kenny Omega said? Um, About, okay, can, can, about having gay wrestlers in the business? Yes. I'm, I, okay, I did not see all of it. No, I did not read it. What, what did he say? No, because it's just like he was like, because him and, and Kota Ibushi, their tag team, yeah, it's like they and they they do. I would say they do home homey things. So homosexuals, okay. Um, <laughs> like they, they 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 do sometimes they they kiss for the audience and stuff like that because they call the Golden Lovers, so they go by the late name. So Golden was like, Lovers. <laughs> the thing though is Kenny Omega gay no okay I don't have a problem if he is gay actually, but... actually, I don't know I don't think he is but I don't think so I mean come on Kenny Omega that does some questionable things just saying but you know you're, you're all blinded by the markness in you but that's okay I, mean, I don't I don't know if he is or not but he does I will say he does some suspect things uh, some so here's my thing now I don't Finn Balor turning into a gay guy, I'm just like that makes abs absolutely no sense. However, <laughs> it, it it don't because remember the, uh, Vince wanted to turn Kalisto into a gay hairdresser. Remember that? Oh gosh, what's up with them in this? <laughs> like David wanted to build this gay character for a while, but here's my thing though: 
I don't have a problem. First of all, us here on this show, no gimmicks needed right here, brought to you by Nerd Coalition, brought to you by Space and Productions. I have no problem with gay people. I have no problem with black people, white people, Asian people, Hispanic, Native American. I have no problem with gays, Jews, Christians, Baptists, atheists. I don't have no problem with anybody. Unless you get a problem to me. But I have no problem with anybody. Here's my thing, though. If you want to have a gay character in WWE, they should be gay. Yeah. That's what that's what I honestly think that should be. Now, granted, we had some failed ones, Orlando Jordan. I mean, he's yeah, he, but he's legit. He's yeah, but he's he's legit. He's a bisexual. He has come out and said that. Yes. Darren Young is a gay man also who came out. Yeah, but I don't think... See, for some people, I don't think they want to have an actual gay character even though they know they are gay. Well, Darren Young was open to that. He wanted to do a gay character and same thing with Orlando Jordan. They didn't want to do that. But now, yeah, since the world people. is like changing and now we got, you know, women in the forefront and we, we, we got black people in the forefront and women in the forefront, you know, you they, they want to bring out some, some the gay people in the forefront, which I have no problem doing. But the thing is, I think the problem is, you know how many gay people have been getting over that are not gay? Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream, yeah, because he committed. He he is so over. First of all, I'm not I'm not his I'm not a fan of his new T-shirt because it's not you know, uh, flamboyant yeah. enough for me. Have you seen his new T-shirt? Yeah, the shirt is ugly. They could at least had a silhouette of him. I yeah. would like the silhouette. I was just like, but. That's just not good. I'm just like, I, he needs a better shirt. He First of all, it needs to be more flamboyant. It's generic. All I got is a V on it, a purple V with a black. It's like, okay. I'm just like, first of all, it wouldn't be funny if it had like little shrivels at the bottom, like ladies cut only. So, <laughs> so it'd be different, but he's a good character. Now, Patrick Clark, to my knowledge, is not a homosexual. It, it doesn't matter no. if he is, but... He plays that kind of like flamboyant, almost borderline gay character. Now, but he does a damn good job at it. And I think that what the WWE is looking at, especially Stephanie, is looking like, well, we had homosexual people here, and they can't play the character right. The only person that played a decent homosexual character was Mickey James. But once again, she wasn't gay. Or she wasn't a lesbian. She just played a lesbian psycho stalker. Which was a damn good character she played, but you have, yes. but but Sonya Deville is a lesbian. She's a real lesbian. Yes. But she plays a badass. Like she is like that, that MMA type thing. She's a a badass. Now I don't know. There could be other people out that other women that are lesbians, such as like Shayna Baszler or something like that. I don't I don't know their life, and I you know I don't care about it. I'm just saying. But it seems like WWE is looking for people to play. Gay characters because they know they they can they can get gay characters can get over but I just think it's like a slap in the face when gay characters don't play are not played by gay people like what what like, what's your thought really? I mean, to your point, that is kind of weird. Like you go to work one day and they say, "Hey, we want you to be gay. We want you to play a gay person or something." That could be interesting or intimidating, but. Uh, like I said, maybe gay people some some maybe not not want to play a gay person or. Maybe they have issues with, you know, the media, what they might say. So, I don't know. Okay. Uh, 
Remember when they tried to do that with Brock Lesnar back in the day? Try to make him a gay character? I'm trying to forget that. Okay, I'm just saying, back before Brock Lesnar was Suplex City people, in 2000, was it 2003, they tried to do this Brock Lesnar yeah. gay character. Kiss Kurt. Yeah, that was just, no. That just was not, that just wasn't, no. I'm sorry, that just was not going to work for me, but I'm just saying, I mean, well, I, I, once again, I don't know. I, it's it's kind of like, remember when Chavo Guerrero did Curran White? Man, look. No. <laughs> Remember when he did current current white, all right? And I'm just like, about this stuff, all right? yeah, I'm just like he was playing the the the, the racist suburban white guy. He was like Mexican, and I'm like, like yeah, you know, look, everything happens for a reason. That's why Eddie Girl died. He said, "Let me go back to being Chavo Guerrero because that current white, he him being racist to Shelton Benjamin was just not good." The whole angle wasn't good. I'm just like, but they probably wanted to do that kind of character, but they didn't want it to be like a, a white guy because they didn't want no backlash from it. If you fear that's going to be that much backlash from it, then don't do it. Yeah. I really think if you fear there's going to be that much backlash from it. So, I mean, if Kenny Omega's getting backlash from what he's doing with Kota Ibushi, I mean, because you don't know if he's being serious about the, the gay thing or is he making like a joke out of it, you know? Yeah, but what he does is not comedy. It's like it's for. Well, I mean, they have a long story, so. Oh, look, look, hey. Some uh, people might get it. Some we still got so much to get through, so uh, we're gonna move on from the rumor mill, and we're going to go into. Uh, I, I'm. I apologize that, that last week there was no NXT review on the No Gimmicks Needed uh, Wrestling Podcast show, so I apologize for that. But this week we are going to have it for you guys so let's get into that NXT review alright so uh, back to NXT Prime did you see NXT this weekend yes I did alright so and so, and so do I I thought it was a good episode of NXT so um, this whole Chopper Gorgano thing is great by the way I had to I had to say that and um Chopper once again for was it week three he has come out and he's trying to talk on the mic and he will not talk into this complete silence but everybody keeps booing him and every time that mic gets close to his lips it booed the shit out of him this week was the funniest week when he went into the crowd yo he went to the crowd he was ripping up signs first of all he ripped, he ripped his one girl sign and she looked like devastated. So one of the guys had to come around and give her another Django Gano uh, sign because she looked like really, really upset. He gave some heel heat and he, he took grandma's sign. Oh, grandma was the funniest. <laughs> she gave him a thumbs up and then a thumbs down and everybody in the crowd was like, ooh. <laughs> Yo, he called her out for next week. She, talks about, I, she said the next time I see, I will be in full sale next time. So I come see. So Tomasa yeah, child picking on grandma. After, she, she mean next time is in after um <laughs> after the old NXT takeover New Orleans. Exactly, and I'm just like, I I, I enjoy it. She's ripping up all these signs, and you know, first of all, I like people. It's like she's a stunt granny. Remember that from the old uh wrestling secrets exposed uh TV show. Damn, you say yeah like you don't remember that show or you didn't like that show. Uh, 
said, I don't think she, I think it was a real, I think he was trying to get real heat. Oh, trying. He got some real heel heat. I mean, I mean, I mean, talk about real heat as in like, I don't think it was a stunt ready. Yeah, oh, so, oh yeah, yeah. She's, I'm just saying, if you remember that thing from, um, the wrestling exposure, the, the way they said it was like, she's a stunt granny. That, that was just funny to me. So he goes, this is one big, this is one big obnoxious Johnny Gargano sign. He rips it up. And I'm like, if this happened on the first week, I'd have been like, okay, this is a, this is an angle setup. But since he's he been doing this for the past three weeks, I'm like, every sign is legit because he's been doing it. So I, I love how they did that. And then it's this guy in his hood, and then he looks up, and it's Johnny Gargano, and I'm just like, oh, shit. And he starts beating up Ciampa, and then the security comes right in there and takes him away. I like how they come in immediately. I like how, how they keep the continuity. Thank you, prime time, for saying that, because I was just about to say that, because when you're suspended, and when you don't work there anymore, you're fired, then you're not legally allowed to be there, but yet Roman Reigns comes through the crowd in his wrestling clothes, by the way, and has a promo with Kurt Angle about Brock, if, I'm like, what? You're not supposed to be there, so... When Jago Gale not supposed to be there, he comes in there and beats up Ciampa. I yo, they did that perfectly, in my opinion. Don't you think? Okay. I don't know if you seen any of the YouTube videos that they did. Um, one video they went let Gargano in the building. And all the fans want was chanting, let him in, let him in, let him in. So he that's when he grabbed the mask for somebody who put a mask on and he went in anyway. Oh, okay, so that was the that was the setup before what happened uh to uh at NXT, right? Yeah, and then I think I guess another day, or whatever he was waiting outside Tom, uh, Tommaso Ciampa's car while he was in the performance center. Oh, okay. Went on to come outside. Him up. Yeah, so. Yo, they are putting some major heat on this match. So when they announced this match, that this unsanctioned match, bro, I cannot wait for this. Oh yeah, I'm, yes, it's gonna be a good match. Oh yes. Oh, this is gonna this gonna, gonna like, steal the weekend like right the here. Had, I hope it's like the one they had in CWC. Yeah, but yo, if you put un an unsanctioned stipulation on that, bruh, bruh, they, I can't. I uh, look. I'm telling you, out of all, I may do a reaction for that match. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I may do a reaction for that matchup. So, okay. Also, moving on. So, uh, Tyler Bate at the Mustache Mountain has to forfeit their spot in the Dusty Classic. Roderick Strong comes out and says, "Hey." I want a shot because, you know, I'm everywhere else. I'm doing everything everybody tells me to do, 205 Live and NXT and all this stuff. And then Pete Dunn comes out as his partner. I'm just like, okay, I'm ready for this. And uh, they go up against Orny Lorcan and Danny Burch, which is a tag team I actually do like, but I don't think they've been booked right recently. So, Well, you already know who's going to win that, though. <laughs> yeah, we already knew who's going to win that. So, uh, decent match. And Roderick Strong, I think what – uh, pins Orny Lorcan, I believe it was with the uh last heartache. Good matchup. The heartache. Yeah. So, oh, it's just the heartache now. The end of heartache. The end of heartache. Okay, my bad. Yeah, end of heartache. And uh, match is pretty good. They are they do advance to take on Sanity, right? Um, I can't think right now who who they face next. So I think it might be Sanity. Okay. So, what do you think of this team right here? This Roderick Strong, Pete Dunn. I think they might go all the way to the finals. Well, not to, to the final match, and they might lose in the final match against AOP or whatever. 
Damn, you just know AOP gonna make it to the finals, huh? I mean, they don't look. <laughs> so in other words, were, in other words, the strongest team left. Since, since I mean, since, so uh, yeah, I'm about to say since you already know, because you know you you enforce you you down there in for uh force force cell, even though they're in Atlanta, you probably read them spoilers already. So it's well, but you know it's all good. It's all good for those who don't want spoilers. I mean, I ain't gonna tell you, but I already know who's gonna be in the finals. Um, then we have Ember Moon versus Aaliyah. Not a fan of Aaliyah at all. So she has gotten better, but still not a fan of Aaliyah. And uh, Shayna Baszler comes out on commentary, and yo, her voice does not match her look at all, does it? No, but that's why she shouldn't be talking much. I agree. I agree. So. Shayna Baszler wins here at uh, TakeOver and Ember comes up at WrestleMania? Um, not sure. I don't know if they want to put the title on her yet or if she's strong enough to run it, but I, we'll see. I know, I'll tell you this. I do know damn well that uh, it's about time for Peyton Royce and Billy Kay to get their ass up here, though. Yes, it's been about time for almost about a year and a half now. I know. Um... Also, then we have uh, Andrade Cianamas calls out Alistair Black. Uh, he will pay for being disrespectful last week to Selena Vega. Uh, however, my Selena Vega needs to talk for him because I barely was understanding what Amos was saying. You said she doesn't? No, she needs to speak for him because I was barely understanding what Amos was saying. Did you? I mean, you can hear words here and there, but... Um... I, I mean, this is like a situation where she talks for him all the time, so he wanted to, like, get his get his little promo in. Look, to be completely... Well, I, like I like her as a manager as a mouthpiece, too, so... Look, I'm saying, to be completely honest, I'd rather him be like Oscar and curse you out in Spanish. <laughs> curse you out... Look, if you curse, 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 uh, curse him out in Spanish, and then to the point where it's just like, uh you know, whatever he said, hey, translate for you, that, that man's mean business to try to try to throw some broken English up in there. But then uh, Commissioner William Regal says that next week he has a historic announcement to make. And we know what that historic announcement is, right? Yes, we do. Yes, that North American Championship, that they, the secondary title they're going to bring in the NXT, that is going to be determined in a ladder match at... Uh, take over New Orleans. By the way, that was a spoiler alert, so I apologize for <laughs> spoiling everybody just th- just now. But I'm pretty sure it got all over the internet right about now, so I do apologize. I I I will keep who's out the match. I'll save that for the next podcast. Okay, okay. But but you excited? You excited about that announcement, though, right? Oh yes, I'm very excited. I can't wait to see one of the two people I think is going to win win the title. I'm just saying, it's, it's, it, it, there are two people in here that have yet to... Well, I'm not even going to get into it. Okay, so main event time. Adam Cole, baby, versus the knockout artist in Cash's Ono. I really enjoyed this match. I really did. Uh, they have some history, of course, and they have... Uh, Indie backgrounds, and first of all, there was a time where like Cash on gave gave uh him a forearm and a kick so damn hard, I was like, yo, they had to realign that man's jaw. 
Adam Cole. So it's Adam Cole's finishing move. It's not the super kick anymore, right? It's uh that shiny wizard or that brain buster neck breaker. Yeah. Okay. I damn. I, I how do you like how do you like that finishing move for him though? Um. I don't know because his finisher was <laughs> the Canadian Destroyer. He can't do that. And then it was um he, he, the super kick wasn't his finishing move, but it's like a move he does like often. So I thought they should have kept that, but then a lot of people do super so I guess he didn't want that. So I guess the Shining Wizard is okay. Okay. I mean, well, I mean, he, I just seen a lot of people do it better. Than, oh, yes, of course. <laughs> that Adam Cole has, so maybe that's why. Yeah, that's probably why I don't like it as much. Um, So, yeah, Adam Cole beats Cassius Ono here. Then, uh, so that was an NXT for review. Make sure you guys, uh, we I'm not doing the NXT reviews by themselves on YouTube anymore. So you guys, if you want to see the NXT review, make sure you guys subscribe to listen to our podcast every Sunday and make sure you check us out on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud to hear the No Gimmicks Needed podcast where we will be doing the NXT review from now on to the foreseeable future. And now we got two more segments to get rid of, but hey, we are going to do Prime Time's Top 5. He has a special Top 5 for us today. Prime Time, you want to tell me what the Top 5 is? Today, I would do the Top 5 Moments of Daniel Bryan. Um, since he's returning. Since he's returning. Since the Daniel Bryan podcast, why not? Why not? Exactly. So, let's hit that music. All right, so this is prime time segment, his top five, where he gives his top five every week of what's going on for the week. At this time, he's doing the Daniel Bryan moments. He's going to piss me off. I know he is, but I'm going to let him have the floor and tell me what his top five is. Prime time, you got it. Well, it was hard for me to bring this down to five. I had a lot, though. Some moments. Um, had to rethink over but I, I got me a good little list, I think. Um, I'm going to say his fifth moment, maybe, well, I don't know about you, but this is probably his fifth moment to me, is when he came back at SummerSlam uh, and faced the Nexus and John Cena was, he, John Cena picked him as a tag team partner. I think out of moments that I, that I have, that's, that's number five. You will give some background to people that don't know? Oh, my bad. <laughs> so, so, with the next. And, and, you know, he got fired because he was choking out Josh, Justin Roberts with his tie. And then, um, you know, I think he spit on Cena, too. And he got fired for that, too, on accident. But, yeah, then they fired him. Then he came back uh, when Nexus had to face John Cena. Uh, Edge and Jericho and Bret Hart and all them and um and Great Khali you know whatever but uh yeah Dane Bryan was his opponent I mean was his tag team partner came back and well Cena destroyed him all anyway but you know it's it's, it's okay not about Cena it's about Dane Bryan so how do you feel about that one love it one of one of my favorite moments by the way him coming back to Nexus. Most viewed name on Google when that happened because I was one of the people like who is Daniel Bryan? 
And I was like, oh, here's why the Nexus. Oh, this is why this makes sense. So before that, hold on. Before you, before that, you never heard of the American Dragon? No, I, actually, because when or, I, or, okay, or did you see him on NXT, but you didn't really care? I didn't. I I, I hate that version of NXT, so I didn't care. I, I hate that he had the Miz as a coach. Um, I I. Wait, I'm not gonna lie. I watched it, but that was like the only that was the only interesting storyline was the Miz and Dave Bryant, even back then. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, nah, I wasn't really into that way. At this time, I really was not liking Ring of, Ring of Honor, and I wasn't putting two or two together that that was Brian Danielson because I was stupid back then. So I just saved y'all, you know, some, some time in the comments. But go ahead. What's your number four? Uh, My number four is when he hijacked Raw. That was a this good one. Huh? That was a good one. Yes, when he hijacked Raw, I loved that. I just went and went back and watched it the other day, and I'm like, that's crazy for them to get all the people, all that participation in it. Yeah. I, and that's obviously one of the, I think it was like in the top 10 of Raw moments, or top 20. Mm-hmm. In the Raw 100. I think, actually, I think it wasn't the top 10. I think it was like number seven, number six. But yes, I, it's just, that's good. Yeah. If you don't know, Dane Ryan wanted to match Triple H at WrestleMania, and Triple H ain't want him to give it to him. He called him a B-plus player and all that kind of stuff. Then he finally ended up getting his match because of he, you know, usually when people say they're going to invade Raw or hijack Raw, they just sit there in the ring for like a couple minutes. But this, he brought a lot of people in the ring. The ring was filled up, ringside was filled up, everything. So, I suggest you go back and watch that if you haven't already. Yes, I agree. Okay. Uh, my number three is when he cashed in the money in the bank, obviously, and, and won the World Heavyweight Championship against the Big Show. Um, Big Show had just got done wrestling Mark Henry in a <laughs> in a chairs match. In a chairs match, the uh, <laughs> unforgivable chairs match. This is doing. By the way, this is doing the Hall of Pain to so anybody know. Yes. Uh, Big Show beat Mark Henry, but then Mark. <laughs> See, when I say it out loud, it does. Mark Henry picked up this huge chair and hit Big Show with it. I think he hit him with a DDT over the chair. Mm. And, and then Dane Bryan came out and cashed in. And, and Big Show kicked out at three because, you know, you got to look strong, brother. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, he won the title and then. That's when he started getting more obnoxious than he already was. And uh, I think he, he started doing more of the yes checks here. Started doing more of that. Yeah. But anyways, I'm going to number two. My number two moment is uh, actually his return. Like 2018 return. Because just like when you get told you can't wrestle anymore and then you come back anyway, I think that's a big moment for anybody. Like, like Edge... They would have told Edge he could come back to return the rest of two years later. That would be that would be a good moment. I I, I would love to see Edge come back. To be honest with you, yes. Like I mean, I, I also love the promo he gave about the dreams and fight for your dreams and stuff. I like that promo too. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, just I mean, outside of Daniel Bryan, who? Actually, we'll get to that later. Anyways. My number one, obviously, is his best moment ever in WWE, and that's 
WrestleMania 30 when he won both titles, defeated Triple H that one night earlier. He defeated Evolution that whole night. Yeah, he came back and defeated Batista and Randy Orton. I would say that was a good moment. That was a good moment. That was a good match. And I tell you, if Daniel Bryan had lost, they would have rioted because The Undertaker lost that same night. Oh yeah, they, oh yeah, they would have been crazy. But I know why Undertaker Street and it wasn't the main event because they wanted this to be the main event. They wanted everybody to go home happy, chanting yes. Exactly. So, yeah, I disagree with that. Okay. And yeah, this you know what? That was a that was a really decent top five. I enjoyed it. Hey, you also on the YouTube channel? Post down in the comments down below. What are some of your favorite Daniel Bryan moments as well? And now we're going to do this is the last section of the show to get through. I know we're going a little over on time here, but we, I want to do it. We got about a couple emails. So now, how do you email us a question or no gimmicks needed wrestling podcast? Well, this is a, this is the first time we're starting this up. So I'll explain it to you. You can go to the Real Nerd Coalition at gmail.com. Once again, that's the Real Nerd Coalition at gmail.com and put in the subject line wrestling question. So if you do that, then we know that this is for the podcast and not just some random people just emailing us. So you can do that, and we will answer your question at the end of every episode every week that we do on the on all the uh, the platforms that we're on. So once again, that's the Real Nerd Coalition at gmail.com. In the subject tab, make sure you write wrestling topic, and then we do that. So we have a couple of emails here to actually start us out that people have asked us, but hopefully they can grow by next week and stuff like that. More and more time, more and more people listen. So um, me and Primetime have uh, a couple emails that we're going to look at, and then we have, uh, right now, we got two from the same person. We got uh, something from kjm at gmail.com. And he has a question here. And the first one says, uh, let me read it, make sure I... Who do you think, uh, who had the most impressive title run? And he doesn't mention whether uh, it's all wrestling or just WWE or WCW or whatever the case may be. So I'm going to start off and answer this question. I have a couple down here. But my personal opinion, the most impressive title run was Bruno San Martino. Okay, obviously. Now, obviously, old head right here. The man had the title for eight straight years. Now, a lot of people may look at Ric Flair and say 16-time world champion, but I'm like, but he's 16-time, but he had to lose it 15 times. So, I I never look at the one who has the, 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 the main championship reigns, who has some of the longest championship reigns because the people just couldn't beat them. They were just champions for just so many years on end. And another one that comes to my mind also is CM Punk. Yes. CM Punk had an impressive title reign also. He wasn't going to get his jobbers. Now, once again, they they kind of was fucking with him because he was in the main event for like all the B-show pay-per-views except for like WrestleManias and, and, and SummerSlams and stuff like that. It was always somebody else, so it kind of pissed him off. But I still think that he had uh, an impressive run until The Rock came and people's elbowed and beat him and went back to Rock Cena too, so that was kind of a bummer. I have Oscar down here, very okay. impressive as the NXT Women's Champion. 
being undefeated to the point where she had to relinquish the title because she couldn't get beat. Now, she had, of course, you had some jobbers she beat, but then she had a great match with Nikki Cross. She had two good, great, great matches with Ember Moon. Then she also had uh, with Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Bailey, all the people that she had good match, Nia Jax. And nobody could beat Oscar. Nobody was ready for Oscar. So her uh, title reign was very, very. Wow. Say what? Not even M was ready for Oscar. Not uh, well. T- I know Leo Rush. Hell, where's he at? I don't know. He he probably lied with he probably lied with Emma right now. But yeah, <laughs> Oscar. And then also this is this is this is this is one of the more recent categories. Probably along with Oscar also the New Day. Okay. Because yeah. I don't think people really like, they beat Demolition's record. Me personally, I picked the Road Warriors over Demolition. Just saying, I'm not the big okay. I'm not the biggest fan of Demolition as anybody else is. I like the Road Warriors <laughs> more. Here comes the smasher. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna take Repo Man. I'm just playing. No, uh, so. Them having the longest reign tag team titles. Them having to defend it twice in that same night. I was there in Philly when they had to defend it twice in the same night to become the longest reign tag team champions. Even though they lost it the next night after that, though. But they've been four time tag team. I forgot who they faced. I remember that match being very good. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yes, that's the one where it was. Uh, they had to face Cesaro and Sheamus, and that's when Cesaro went crazy, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And uh, I forgot who the other team was that they was facing. It, it, it could have been Anderson and Gallows. I think it was Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. So uh, that was a really good match. And throughout that whole year, they've had successful title defense after title defense after title defense. Not against jobs, like against Usos and the the uh, Lucha Dragons and the Prime. Well, I can't say primetime players, but you, you know, you know, what I'm getting at here. So those are my I mean, impressions. They, they didn't come against the primetime players. I the said, yeah, yeah the, I'm talking about you know the actual. Threats, okay. <laughs> That's oh, all. Oh, well. Okay, okay. So, who would you, who do you have down for your most impressive title run? I have since he didn't say what company. Well, for one, I'm gonna say CM Punk because his is memorable for me, obviously. Um, lately, um, I would say Okada actually. That's Okada had a title for almost 600 days. Hmm. So. And that's just with this one reign. <laughs> so, I I might say Okada. And plus, he don't face jobbers, obviously. He faced people like Kenny Omega, uh, Naito. And he, he's faced a lot of good people. Um, obviously, he had the title before, but lost it to AJ Styles. But, you know, uh, he's faced many, many good people, many challenges he's had. So, I, I, I honestly, I would put that in there. If that counts, because... They they don't have a match. They have a match like every couple weeks. So I don't know if that really counts or not. But it's still an impressive title right nonetheless. Gotcha. I also <laughs> I would put Daniel Bryanson up there for uh, Ring of Honor. How long was his reign? Like four hundred and twenty something days. Oh, that's pretty. I forgot all about that reign. Yeah, because when Cody won the title, he tweeted Cody, and he was like. If you beat my record for this so and so and so on this date, I'll be back. If you still have the title to beat it from, like you just obviously Twitter talking, but still, he had a he has the record for longest title reign. Okay, 
Yeah, so, I mean, okay, I agree with all that that you said, too. So, um, he also has another question here that, uh, hold on, let me make sure I actually pull it up here. And he also says, which poster boy had the most impact in the in the business? I'm going to say this. So, it sounds like this guy, I'm presuming it's a guy, uh, says that, he says, Vince is trying to make Roman Reigns the poster boy of WWE. You know, I hate Roman Reigns, stuff like that. Well, look, I'm going to tell you who the ultimate poster boy is. And it is the hoaxer, Hulk Hogan. That is the poster boy for professional wrestling. If you're going in different companies, you can say WCW or NWA is Ric Flair. But when it goes to overall wrestling in the business, Hulk Hogan, the biggest impact. He's an icon. He is the 80s. When they talk about 80s wrestling, it's not the golden era. It's the Hulkamania era. That's just what it is. Yeah, it's true. That's this man, everybody calls it. This man has cereal. This man has his own cartoon. Hulk Hogan's Rocket Wrestling, which was on WWE Network, by, by the way. He he has toys, and, and he was working with so many celebrities, and he was everywhere. Hulk Hogan was wrestling. And, I mean, that is the poster boy. Obviously, now, for people who don't remember Hulk Hogan or was alive then when Hulk Hogan was around... Then they're not going to think Hogan. They're going to probably think more Stone Cold from Attitude Era, or they're going or The Rock, or they're going to probably think more John Cena. If you're like my son's age, or then you got the people that's now starting to watch it, thinking like Roman Reigns. But no, it's nobody other than Stone Cold had that level of fame that Hogan did. The Rock had the, the big fame like Austin did, but then Rock went on to do movies. John Cena is the only one ever that they, they came on there that he's on Fruity Pebbles. He does Teen Choice Awards. He does a lot of media appearances and doing all that stuff. But remember, Hulk, uh, Austin was doing first pitches out. He was on Celebrity Death Match, if you guys remember that episode. Uh, he was on uh, drinks and, and, and energy drinks. I remember uh, W-Attitude, they had like this energy drink that was orange, I remember. Ice cream pops. And, of course, toys, but Hogan was just everywhere. Like, he had his own cereal. He had his own Saturday morning cartoon. He had his own everything. Hogan was the one that that let it. He's the poster boy. I agree with you. Is that your answer as well? Different different people know different areas, but Hulk Hogan was the one that brought a lot of people into wrestling. He was the one that and they had a craze all over the world, worldwide. Everybody was Hulkamania wearing the um the red and yellow and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I say Hulk. Okay, yeah, I I agree with you on that one. And our last email question, which uh comes from QDavis58 at yahoo.com. Great question, by the way. If you can build a three-man stable with anyone from any era, attitude, ruthless aggression, etc., any show, New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact, etc., who would you pick? Deep ass question. Very good question. Very good question. Deep ass question. So, who's going to take this one first? Um, you can take it first. Of course, I can. I knew that was going to happen. So this was gonna happen. I I I I thought of one. Now, this is more newer because I didn't go. I, I mean, I I have I have a couple, but one of them is if they redid the Straight Edge Society and they had CM Punk, Alistair Black, and Rosemary. Oh. I like that group. 
Okay. If we had CM Punk, Alistair Black, and Rosemary as uh, now maybe you don't recycle the name the Straight Edge Society, but I I mean those three right there I think would be like fucking awesome. Then I I would do Ultimate Fighters, which I would do Lesnar, Shamrock, and Ronda Rousey. Okay, okay. Yeah, so like you, you, get, you get all my UFC fighters. You go to Ken Shamrock from the Edge there, who was before his time, by the way. Uh, and uh, I would get Brock Lesnar as, like, I would get like 2012 Brock Lesnar when he first came back and he was doing all that, that, that UFC stuff. Yeah. Before he just became Suplex City and then get Ronda Rousey. Yeah. That, that would be my, uh, Ultimate Fighters. Okay. And and I I, I like mixing in like a uh, uh like the woman in there because you know you got the, the women are getting kind of big, uh and going forward now. But you know, so those are my like main two. I like to hear some of yours. Okay, I came up with some indie ones. Of course, I had to. I know you did. Uh, uh this this one is kind of recent. Uh, obviously Kevin Owens or Kevin Steen. El Generico and Brian Danielson, obviously Kevin Owens, oh, We seen that on Tuesday. Uh huh. <laughs> no, but as for actual faction, they they can mess some stuff up. All right, that's all I say. They they can they can go crazy. Um, match wise, they can have all good matches. Um, another another do uh trio I thought of was Kenny Omega, Seth Rollins, and Nakamura. Wow. Kenny yes. Omega, Seth Rollins, and Nakamura. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good right there. Okay. I don't know how you feel about that, but that sounds like a. I don't know how they would if they were to actually have that. Like that, that's a good group. That's two minute OP people. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's old power shit. Like you talking a Dragon Ball Z episode right now, Dragon Ball episode. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought of one group with uh, Shawn Michaels. Uh, AJ Styles and Rey Mysterio. I was just thinking of a lot. I'm about to say you gotta give me some. You got you gotta give me some background on that one right there. <laughs> I mean, like I mean, why you know, those Shawn three? Michaels, Shawn Michaels says he's the greatest. AJ Styles says he's phenomenal, and Rey Mysterio says he's uh great too. They all you know get together, and they both they all be great, phenomenal together. Uh, I got you. Well, then, uh, I I I did have I, t- I took this one away though because I had the undefeated like Goldberg, Lesnar, and Oscar. I've been doing a lot of. Things. I had that too. You had okay. okay yeah. I literally had that. Like I I had that from uh 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 back in the day, but I I knew that probably wasn't going to uh work out like I wanted to. So, but yeah, I I I I like my Ultimate Fighters. And I like my uh, that, that that new straight edge uh, society with CM Punk, Alistair Black, and okay. Rosemary. Actually, say that again. I'm gonna put you on the spot just because I was thinking about this the whole time. Is yeah. say you do the same, you put three people together, but they all have dancing gimmicks. Like three count. <laughs> I mean, three three different people with dancing gimmicks. Okay, so who would I put the, who would I put together who had dancing gimmicks? Uh, 
Yes. <sighs> okay, Rikishi. Um, Rich Swan. And uh, I don't want to put any of the New Day members because all they do is just twerk and, and gyre. I'm talking about actual people that was Disco Inferno. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? I had two cool Scorpio, Disco Inferno, and Alex Wright. Yo, I don't care what anybody say. Alex Wright be killing it on the, the dance with the leather jacket. He be fun. Oh, oh, you know what? Take that back. Fuck Rikishi. Give me Disco Inferno. Give me Rich Swan. Give me Norman Smiley. And this look, time for the big window. End the look, end the episode, guys. Right now, take take this time right now to post out in the comments down below all the stuff that we talked about. You, you know, join us in the conversation. If you're on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button and hit the subscribe button for. Uh, the No Gimmick City Wrestling Podcast weekly. Next week, we will give our WrestleMania 34 uh, predictions and NXT TakeOver New Orleans predictions. And a lot, uh, We have a hot, big show coming for you guys next week. Make sure, if you guys are listening to on all the podcast apps, make sure you check us out on Stitcher. If you have Android, iTunes, if you have iPhone, SoundCloud, or Google Play. We're on all of those platforms, so make sure you guys check us out. And for emails, for us, for the email section, make sure you guys email therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com in the subject tab, write wrestling topic in there. Make sure you guys also go check out the Mark and Dark show right there on Spaces Productions where we are collaborated with their website. We'll be in the link in the description below. Make sure you guys check out their podcast. Very good show. That's another weekly podcast that they do. Make sure you guys check that out as well. Also, check out Primetime stuff that he's going to be doing back on his channel when he comes up. Maybe uh, whenever, whenever the case may be, but he's a very busy man right now, but I appreciate him giving us the time to come here and be on my podcast. And once again, this is Nerd Coalition. Make sure you guys uh, stay tuned. We got more stuff coming throughout the week and everything right here on the YouTube part of the channel. Make sure you guys subscribe on all the other podcast networks that we're on. So once again, this is NC the place to be. Chill Troy, Mr. A&D. And not Dion Sanders for primetime. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Have a good, have a uh, wonderful weekend. Like I said, it's coming a little late, so enjoy Raw tonight. And Q Flow, wherever you're at, take us out. Start your cart, whatever the cart. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Delivery time's not guaranteed. Restrictions may apply. See site for details.
When you're a Boost member, you get free delivery, double fuel points, and lots more. Sign up at Kroger.com/boost.